the cornerback, Mike Hughes. What's up, Mike? All offseason, uh, I've been grinding, and um, I'm honored to, you know, be named a starter. You're only like 23 years old. You're the veteran in the room now. Yeah, I've been getting that a lot, man. Like you said, it's a young room. Uh, I'm one of the oldest guys in there, so uh, we all just trying to come together and, uh, you know, just try to learn from each other and learn from those vet safeties that we have. What's up, Vikings fans? Welcome back to Vikings Vantage, presented by Pepsi, the official soft drink of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm your host, Gabe Henderson, alongside Chris Corso, and we get you guys up to speed with everything you need to know regarding the Vikings from our vantage point. It's game week, and we are only two days away from the 120th border battle matchup against the Green Bay Packers. You can catch Sunday's game live on Fox at 12 p.m. and also listen to it on ESPN Radio as well as KFAN. Corso, a lot of topics to hit on today. We hear from the Vikings owner Mark Wolf later in the show as well as some of the best podium sounds from the week. Also, cornerback Mike Hughes stops by and we look ahead to some of the key storylines surrounding Sunday's game and our reporters wrap up with Eric Smith, today we start the show like we always do with the best thing we saw this week. Crosso, talk to me. I got to go with the depth chart being released early this week. I mean, that's the thing that the Vikings fans are so excited about, seeing the roster on paper, who's listed where. Some things stuck out to me this week, Gabe. I saw B.C. Johnson being listed ahead of Justin Jefferson. Sometimes you see that with the veterans, but for him to be listed ahead of a first-round pick, definitely shocking to me. I think both of them are going to have a huge part in this Vikings offense, but we heard Kirk Cousins, and he said B.C. Johnson has had a heck of a training camp so far, so that definitely stood out. You see the veteran Dakota Dozier listed as the starting left guard for the opening roster for your Minnesota Vikings. He's definitely impressed and has some time with Rico Dennison, the Vikings offensive line coach. And then looking down at the Vikings defense, Jaleel Johnson picks that starting spot at the defensive tackle position. That was a big one when Michael Pierce opted out of the season this offseason. Whoever was going to fill in in that spot as the starter, clearly you'll see some other guys here and there like Hercules Mata'afa, James Lynch, out of Baylor. A lot of guys are going to have to contribute at that position. Rounding out the defense and going over to the cornerback position, Jeff Gladney is listed ahead of Chris Boyd. So that's a rookie being listed ahead of a second-year player at cornerback. So those are kind of some of the things that stick out on the Vikings depth chart, Gabe. I think the best thing I saw this week was practice. One, because football is back. Two, because we got to see what the defensive line will look like without Daniil Hunter in action. Seeing Athadi Denebo and Yannick Ngakwe on both sides of the ball, you know, getting some quality reps was really, really good to see. Athadi, of course, he had a sack against the Green Bay Packers last year, and I, I think it was week 16. And then, you know, Yannick Ngakwe, 37 and a half sacks, 14 forced fumbles. The guy we just traded for, he's going to be relied on heavily. Like you said, there will be a rotation at, you know, defensive tackle and defensive end. We'll see, you know, your DJ Wanams, Jalen Holmes, those guys getting reps. And then other than Shamar and Jalil, Armin Watts and Hercules, they'll get a lot of reps also. So being at practice, seeing those guys work together and, and you know, just try to stay fresh. If I talked to the media earlier today, and he was basically saying, hey, this is his opportunity to step in. Andre Patterson said, you know, you just go play. There's no pressure. It's just like any other day. Guys might go down with COVID. It's next man up mentality, and that's just the way sports are right now during this pandemic. But at the same time, it was so good to see 
that rotation at the defensive line. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I think everybody around Vikings Nation excited. Even the Wilfs, the ownership group, is excited. Mark Wilf spoke to the media earlier this week in which he discussed his excitement and his expectations for the Vikings heading into week one. Our goal is to get to the playoffs, uh, achieve, achieve sustained success, and keep knocking at that door, and eventually that, that door will come down. And um, I think we've proven over these past few years that our, our football success has improved. Um, but again, we know what our ultimate goal is, but uh, you can't get to that goal unless you're consistently strong, consistently in the playoffs, consistently winning divisions. And those are our goals to leap off and eventually get to the championship. Consistency. Even though this offseason has been consistently inconsistent, I think consistency now being that we're trying to find a new normal is going to be key in order for the Vikings to have a successful season. No better way to start the season off against the Green Bay Packers, our most hated rival in our home stadium. Of course, fans will not be there, but at the same time, there's no better way to start the season. It's been a long offseason, record number of draft picks with 15. Sunday's game will make the six-month mark from when all NFL facilities were closed back on March 13th. So it's a lot going into this game. Of course, the condensed training camp, and then now week one. It just feels like, you know, everything was slow, and then – (laughs) from the start of July, everything just started speeding up. So it is going to be exciting seeing these guys get to action and make that make that run for the playoffs first and foremost, and then make a, make a quest to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, and you love to hear that from your owners. I mean, a busy offseason for Mr. Mark Wilf, an extension for general manager Rick Spielman, an extension for head coach Mike Zimmer, an extension for the quarterback Kirk Cousins. So you talk about consistency – I think that's about as consistent as it could be when you're dealing with all these outside things like the coronavirus. So a lot of positive vibes heading into week one, Gabe. A lot of positive vibes and a lot of fresh faces that are going to be relied on to make big plays and big moments this year. When you speak of a guy like Justin Jefferson, the first overall draft pick from the Minnesota Vikings this year, drafted at 22nd overall, I must say. Out of the 15 draft picks that were drafted by the Vikings this year, nine of those rookies are on the 53-man roster. And they're going to be expected to make some big plays. But speaking of Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins is going to be relying on him heavily. In his podcast earlier this week under center, he talked about what Justin Jefferson brings to this offense. He's a natural receiver, and that may not be very telling, but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is all the things we're going to ask of him uh, that are difficult, you know, to make the tough catch, to uh, get open versus tight coverage, uh, doing those things comes naturally to him. And um, you love to see that because many times you'll try to get a great athlete and force him to fit into a position. And many times it's a square peg in a round hole and it just doesn't work. You know, Justin is wired to be a receiver and it just fits him naturally. And so I expect him to make a lot of plays that would reflect that. Gabe, I love that quote, man. Because when you get a a first round wide receiver and you hear Gary Kubiak say, this is the guy we drafted. This is the guy I wanted when he sees him out of practice. And then you hear the quarterback say that as well. The Vikings have had some of those in the past years of a Laquan Treadwell and stuff like that that you don't like to see that. So you got to be excited for a guy like Justin Jefferson. And, man, this opportunity is literally there for the taking for him. Yeah, and I think he's up for the challenge. Just seeing him at practice every day, he just has – there's just something about him that that you just say, okay, this kid's going to be special. I'm looking forward to seeing what the fans' response will be after his first game 
of the season. Well, it's Friday, and of course, Mike Zimmer addresses the media each Friday to give an injury update, but there are no injuries on the list. However, he still has some positive things to say about the Vikings heading into Sunday. You know, Green Bay is going to be a great test for us. Um, you know, I, I feel good about this team. I like how uh, they, they work and they prepare. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm confident that we'll continue to get better as the season goes on. So I don't know if peaking is the right, right word. Uh, I wanted to try to get to the game as healthy as I could, uh, which, um, you know, for the most part, we are pretty healthy. And, um, you know, we're just going to we're going to go out there. You know, there's going to be a, there, there'll be mistakes on all sides of the balls on both sides of the teams, I'm sure. And, um, you know, we'll we'll have to make adjustments during the course of the game. Uh, but, you know, we do that all the time. So it's just, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to blocking and tackling and, you know, execution, I think. Mike, are you looking at Afadi to be kind of a, a three down defensive end for you? And he hasn't had that role with the Vikings. Well, he's done a nice job in training camp, but uh, we'll we'll have a rotation going just like we always do. Well, it's the next man up mentality. We've been talking about it all show so far. Yannick Ngakwe, Afadi Odenabo, Jalen Holmes, Eddie Yarborough, DJ Wanham. Those guys are going to be required to come in and make an immediate impact. I, I really love the, the idea of having a rotation because it keeps guys' legs fresh. But at the same time, it makes people more hungry, more hungry to get on the field. It's, you know. If you see one of your let's DJ Wanham gets a sack, you know, the rookie got a sack. That's only going to encourage Efadi to go in there and get him a sack. So it just it makes the competition in the room overall better. And it'll be exciting to see what these guys can do. Yeah, you got to love what Coach Zimmer says. He, he's not looking for one guy to step up. He's looking for a team to, to step up. He doesn't call them individual sacks. He calls them team sacks. When Daniil Hunter makes a play and, and sacks the quarterback. He gives credit to Shamar Stefan in the middle of the defensive line as well. So that's what he's been preaching since he's been here. And it doesn't change when you lose a guy like Daniil Hunter. He's he's dependent on a DJ Wanham, a, a fourth-round draft pick, to step in. Eddie Yarborough, who makes the roster as a guy who barely saw the, the field last season. So there there are a lot of different players that you'll see, Gabe, get chances to sack the quarterback on Sunday. And we want to see Aaron Rodgers hit the floor. Aaron Rodgers, and we want to see Aaron Jones hit the floor also. And we all know he had his way against the Vikings last year. That's got to be, a you know, probably 1B when you have 1A. I think the 1A objective this week is to stop Aaron Rodgers. 1B, stop Aaron Jones. If you can do that, I think Vikings fans will be excited with the outcome of the game. All right, we'll be back with our guest of the week, Mike Hughes. But first... Hey Vikings fans, this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. What's up Vikings fans? Welcome back to Vikings Vantage brought to you by Pepsi. We now bring in our special guest for the show, the cornerback, Mike Hughes. What's up, Mike? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Man, thanks for joining the show. Well, first and foremost, let me start by saying congratulations on earning a starting cornerback spot heading into week one. I, I know a lot of hard work went into that. So describe that work that went into earning that spot heading into Sunday. Uh, I mean, the work goes far beyond, you know, us reporting for camp. Um, all offseason, uh, I've been grinding and uh, just doing some different things to my body, um, you know, just trying to come in the best shape as possible. Uh, as healthy as possible and um, you know it's, it's worked out so far so um, I'm honored to you know be named a starter and I'm ready to go. A couple of years ago Mike you're a first round pick and in your first ever game 
you have a pick six off of off of Jimmy G at US Stadium. Right. A lot has changed since then. You you get a torn ACL that you got to battle through, a neck injury last year. How are you feeling going into this year? You're gonna have another pick six week one. <laughs> uh, let's hope so. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm feeling good, man. My body's good. Uh, my mental is good. Um, you know, every, everybody's feeling good. Everybody's ready to get back on the field. Um, I think all of us can agree uh, everything's been kind of weird with, with COVID and, and uh, how things have been going. So um, everybody's just anxious to get out there, ready to play. I'm ready to play. You know, I, I feel like I'm coming into my rookie year again. So, uh, you know, hopefully we when I can't get that, that same. Bring that uh, back. I want to yeah, see Yeah, we got to bring that back. <laughs> Love it, so, man. You, you talk about that work, uh, of course, COVID going on virtual meetings, in-person practices and everything. It's kind of become the new normal. So sure. with training camp and, you know, you adjusting to that new normal, what were some of your takeaways from training camp? Like you said, the, the virtual meetings, uh, that was everybody had to kind of get adjusted to that. So uh, that was pretty different. Um, but I think everybody did, you know, well adjusting to that and uh, really, you know, taking taking everything serious and, and dialing into what we need to do, um, just trying to control the things that we can, can control. and. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as training camp, uh, like I said, everybody was out there balling, competing, um, you know, trying to earn jobs. So, uh, as far as that go, um, I think everything went well. Uh, Coach Jim and, 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 you know, Rick, they did a great job of breaking down the 53. So, I think um, we got a lot of guys that's hungry, a lot of guys that's ready to go out there and make some plays. Speaking of that cornerback room, it's a little different for you guys this year. There's no Xavier. There's no Trey. And you're only, like, 23 years old. You're the veteran in the room now. <laughs> Yeah, I've been getting that a lot, man. But uh, i just been trying to take everything in stride, you know. Trying to uh, coach up these young guys of everything I know from uh, you know, the short time I've been here. Um, trying to coach those guys up about, um, you know, certain things that they uh, should expect, you know, um, especially playing a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, you know, uh, just trying to get everybody on the same page, man. And let's go out there and compete, man. It's like, like you said, it's a young room. Uh, I'm one of the oldest guys in there. So, uh, we all just trying to come together and uh, – you know, just try to learn from each other and learn from those vet safeties that we have. And, um, you know, just, just trying to roll with it, man. I think we'll be we'll be all right. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. Of course, I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers, right? right. <laughs> uh, the DB room, you guys have to step up to the challenge. It might be arguably one of the toughest challenges this year. So speaking of that challenge, what are some of the objectives that you guys have to, you know, focus on in order to make Aaron Rodgers not seem like what we're accustomed to seeing? Right. Um, I think Zim and, uh, you know, the defensive staff came up with a great game plan. So as long as we do our jobs and, you know, play together, I think we'll be fine. So, you know, we just got to go out there and make plays and, and you know, be ourselves and we'll, we'll be all right. The big thing that everyone asks about you is you've played the inside as a nickel corner, but can you play the outside? Can you cover a guy like Devontae Adams on the outside in this defense? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I believe I can cover anybody, man. I'm not going. I'm never going into a game not thinking I, like I can cover somebody. You feel me? So, <laughs> yeah, like uh, you know, whoever whoever we're playing, and you know, whoever their top guy, uh, we'll always be dialed in, ready to play. Um, you know, and and you know, that's what it is, man. What ha I mean, you've been there three years now. So, what have you learned about this Vikings Packers rivalry? I learned that uh, it's pretty serious. <laughs> uh, I, it, honestly, it's a lot of Green Bay fans in Minnesota that I I didn't know that. You know, it, I, it, it's pretty serious. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we, we definitely going into this game with a, with a chip on our shoulder, and because um, obviously it beat us twice last year, so uh, we definitely have that chip on our shoulder to you know go out there and, and get the dub. So, uh, I'm I'm just excited to see how the guys uh, you know how we come out Sunday.
a lot of new guys in this room, like Cam Dantzler, Jeff Gladney. Seeing some of the videos of you guys, it seems like the chemistry is there. I mean, you guys are joking around, coming off the field. Describe <laughs> these guys and their personalities. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they, 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 uh, Cam, Cam is pretty, he's pretty funny. Uh, Jeff, uh, those guys are, they, honestly, everybody in the room, uh, like you said, they, the chemistry is, it just kind of fell in place, man. Everybody's getting along. Everybody's teaching each other, uh, you know, what, what, what we know. And, and I think that's what we need, that, that camaraderie to, you know, come together and be a great football team. I don't think any, any team can, you know, be good without, you know, great chemistry, uh, in that room. So, you know, like I said, everything just kind of fell into place. Everybody gets along. Everybody, you know, wants to help each other out and see each other do good. So I think that's a good thing about this room. I think chemistry and I guess at this point, safety is going to be one of two things that are going to propel teams to, you know, reaching that goal this year. But starting with week one, do you expect it to take, you know, maybe a quarter or so to it start feeling like football again? You know, there's no fans this year. You haven't had reps all off season, no preseason game. So, do you expect there to be a little grace period right there in the first quarter? I'm, honestly, I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, we just got to go out there confident uh, and ready to play, man. Uh, I I thought I saw something where they they would have crowd noise uh, at the game, like a fake crowd noise, maybe. You know, we 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 already do that in practice, so. Um, I'm not sure what to expect, but um, as long as we come ready to play, we'll be good. How was that at U.S. Bank Stadium with the crowd noise? You talking about the yeah, the simulated crowd noise? Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, we we used to do that last year just to simulate. Like if, we, if we're playing away, we'll have mm -hmm. crowd noise. So uh, defense. So uh, coach wants to make sure defense communicates and make the right calls and you know communicate. So uh, like I said, I don't know what to expect, but hopefully it's not too much different from from what we already done. And uh, like I said, as long as we come ready to play, we'll be all right. Give us a final score prediction. Final score prediction, uh, W. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'll get, you, I'll get you out of here with this because I asked Holton this question earlier in the year because the, the, the cornerback position was one of those positions where everybody was asking questions about who's going right. to step up. I think that question has been answered. So for you to everyone that's saying, hey, what is this cornerback position going to look like? What is your response? Hungry. Like I said, we got a young group. Everybody's going coming in the game, fresh legs, uh, young guys. So um, everybody's hungry, you know, to make plays and you know, show the world what we can do. Cornerback Mike Hughes, thank you, man. Yeah, no doubt. Moving on to the reporters wrap up, I now bring in Vikings team reporter Eric Smith. Eric, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Week one, you guys excited? Let's do it. Couldn't be more excited. Speaking of week one, 120th matchup between the Vikings and Packers. So many storylines. Daniel Hunter's not playing this week. You got Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, young secondary. For you, though, what's some key storylines that stand out to you and why? One of them is the, the guy you mentioned, and that is who covers Devontae Adams. He's a Pro Bowl receiver. He's, a, he's a, one, probably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He's shown he can be lethal against the Vikings when, when given time and given space. You know, we've, we've seen that in recent years, especially with all the new faces or, or younger faces, I should say, in the Vikings secondary, especially at cornerback. Which of those guys is going to step up and, and cover him? You know, we've seen in the past where maybe someone like Xavier Rhodes will shadow him for the entire game. We're not sure if that's, if that's going to be the case on Sunday and they're going to put one guy on him or they have their cornerbacks just stick to one side of the field and they kind of switch off. It just depends on where, where Adam is. You know, he could be outside. He could be in the slot. You know, he, he's very talented. He, he can line up anywhere and make plays everywhere. So I think it's going to be a, a group effort, really. You know, the kind of the four guys we're looking at, right, are, you know, Mike Hughes, Holton Hill, 
Jeff Gladney and Cameron Dancer. Those are the guys who appear to be the top four guys who are going to play a lot of snaps, and it's probably going to be on all of them to, to cover Adam. Gabe mentioned the Vikings will obviously be without Daniil Hunter as he is placed on the reserve slash injured list. You would think Afadio Denebo steps in and, and takes his spot, but as we know, Mike Zimmer likes to shift around on the Vikings defensive line. So who's going to have to replace that production against the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, it's uh, certainly a, a heck of a lot of production to replace. I mean, Daniil is an all pro. He's a pro bowler. He's arguably one of the, one of the best pass rushers in the league. You know, I think uh, that's going to be a little bit of a group effort as well. And, and that, you know, the Vikings are going to have to rely on some depth as, as we get going here against Green Bay. We, we don't know where Unique Ngakwe is at physically. You know, he everyone said he looked good in practice and, he, and he's ready to go. But is he, is he really in, you know, full game shape? You know, he, he may be limited. If he's not, that's great. If he can play the whole game, that's certainly a win for the Vikings. But yeah, the other guys to kind of step up are, you know, Afadi Adenabo, as you mentioned. Jalen Holmes is a guy. He's been getting a lot of reps in camp. Uh, Eddie Yarbrough impressed a lot and, and made the 53. And then the, the rookie, DJ Wadham. Obviously, the key guys you look at are, are Ngakwe and, and Afadi, the guys who will maybe play the majority of the snaps. But if they don't play every snap, the other guys have to come in and, and, and make them hay when, when, when they're on the field. Everyone right now is talking about Aaron Rodgers versus the Vikings pass defense, that matchup there. But other than that, what other key matchups stand out to you? The Vikings have to slow down Aaron Jones. You know, they have to slow down Packers running back Aaron Jones in order to have a chance to win. And that is what they did not do two times a season ago in 2019. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he gets a lot of praise and credit and he's, he's going to be a, you know, a first ballot Hall of Fame guy. But it was really Aaron Jones who, who led the way for Green Bay against Minnesota last year. He had uh, over 100 rushing yards in each game against the Vikings. He had 270 total rushing yards. And really just kind of help Green Bay wear down the Vikings defense in both those games and kind of salt the game away and, and help the Packers sweep the Vikings. Appreciate it, Eric. Make sure you guys stay tuned to Vikings.com for the most up-to-date coverage of the team. Kickoff on Sunday is slated for 12 p.m. on Fox. And you can also listen to the game on ESPN Radio as well as KFAN. The Vikings Radio Network pregame show will start at 10 a.m. with voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen and Pete Bursich. For Chris Corso, Eric Smith, and Mike Hughes, I'm Gabe Henderson. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi.